0: Welcome to the Aligned Leader Podcast, a personal growth podcast for driven women who want to level up their life and business. Tune in weekly to learn emotional management tools and mindset-expanding tips. I'm your host, mindset and business coach, Michelle Costas. Let's get started. Well, Welcome back, everyone. Well, if you didn't already hear, this weekend there was a hurricane slash tropical storm in San Diego. And for those of you who don't know, I'm on uh, the outskirts of San Diego, and uh, Hurricane Hillary, Hillary <laughs> came through, and there's, um, you know, if, if you live in the desert, you experienced some serious flooding, and I don't want to minimize that, um, and there was some serious water that was brought in with this tropical storm, and I do not want to minimize that, Um, But I do think that there is a lesson that can be learned and taken from, you know, Hurricane Hillary. (laughs) I'm a big uh, proponent for using stories to paint pictures and help you to remember concepts. And when I was thinking about what would be the most in-service thing to talk about today is I was thinking about how, as women, we tend to try to predict the future. And as I look at the amount of time and energy spent this weekend trying to plan for this, quote, hurricane, <laughs> um, I mean, we got water, we cleaned up our yard, um, I had, you know, my deck furniture, I, I put everything up, put all the cushions away, um, and just really prepared for that. And there was definitely some wind. So I don't regret that whatsoever. I do think that it was smart to feel prepared. It was, it felt very good um, to, to have preparation. And I would also like to say that we've had thunderstorms this year three times as bad as what we experienced yesterday. It was a good amount of rain. Um, It wasn't as windy as we expected. And uh, we're used to the wind and the rain up here, but it was, man, was it publicized. And man, was there a lot of drama that came in from, um, you know, news outlets and all of that. So again, I don't want to minimize anyone who was affected by Hurricane Hillary, but I know here in San Diego, it there's a lot of memes going around the internet and kind of making light of it because it really wasn't as bad as they were painting it to be. And I was thinking about how this could be applicable in our business and how sometimes as women, we use our intuition against ourselves. And what I mean by that is we try to predict the future. Whether you're sharing your product or your offer or your opportunity to someone, or you're in a sales appointment and you're trying to predict what the person's going to say. The reason why we try to predict the future, the reason why we have, you know, weather services is that we feel like if we are prepared and if we already tell ourselves and prepare ourselves for how, quote, bad it's going to be, then it won't hurt as bad when we get the no, or it won't hurt as bad when we don't get the results. It's our brain wanting certainty. You know, even if, um, even though nothing had happened with the hurricane, there was a lot of peace that we had from being prepared. And at the end of the day, we couldn't control how fast the wind was. We couldn't control, you know, how much rain was going to happen. But there was just this sense of sufficiency and certainty from being prepared. So I do believe that it is good to be prepared. It gives you a level of confidence, sufficiency, and preparation can look like having, you know, a structure to your appointment, having questions that you like to ask that you kind of keep in your pocket. Um, it could look like having uh, just a backup plan for your technology. If you use StreamYard or you use Zoom, do you have backups for those things? There, are t- There's a lot of value in doing that. And then there's this other side of trying to control what we can't control, right? Like we can't control the wind, we can't control the rain, but we can control how prepared we are. In business, I see women all the time focusing on what they can't control versus what they can. And when we focus on what we can't control, it creates drama in our business and it can negatively impact our results, So if you're on a sales appointment and you're imagining yourself to book a follow-up with that person or to go into the close with them or to have, you know, share more with them about your business opportunity, if you're in that moment in your call and you are not in a neutrality place, you will find that you're either going to believe the person's objections Or you're going to say no to yourself before they even have objections. And so this is the power of neutrality. You are prepared yourself. You have backup plans for the system and the process and what you can control. But in the moment where you're with the people, you don't focus on the process and you focus on them and you focus on staying out of judgment and in curiosity. That is how we stay neutral. You see, if we're constantly trying to predict what people are doing or wanting to do or what they should do or what they can do, we are putting ourselves in a place of not being in control of our reality. Now, if we want to think about this in a specific way, if you are talking to the person on your sales appointment and you're going into the close and you're assuming, based off of whether she said she had a job or not, you're assuming whether you know she has income, like the, the amount of her income that she has based off of the job she said she does have, all of these things are irrelevant for what you're offering. Those are things we cannot control. But what we can control is the belief in our product, our service, or our offer. Because we don't know what's happening in her financial situation. You know, my coach always says it's none of our business what's happening in people's financial situation. Because at the end of the day, she's an adult and she can make the choices for herself. But as soon as we get involved in that feeling of, She either has money or she doesn't have money, and I'm going to convince her or I shouldn't convince her. We are then bleeding together our responsibility and someone else's, okay? We should never be in a place where we're feeling like we're convincing, never be in a place of where we feel like we are manipulating or saying the perfect thing to get her to do something, That is the icky, salesy feeling that everyone wants to avoid, and that is the icky, salesy feeling that creates a lack of safety for someone to buy. And so how we stay out of that is we stay neutral, we stay sufficient in what we believe about our product, our offer, sufficient that we can help her, sufficient that we believe in what we're offering so much that it's okay and here's the next level of sufficiency, and you've heard me talk about this before. Are you okay with no? Are you truly okay with no? That is true sufficiency. And if you are consistently working on the things you can control, your personal appointments, your amount of people you're meeting and connecting with on a daily basis, your simple questions that you ask, your belief in your product and your offer. If you have all of that sufficient, then you'll know that, you know, if she says no, that's okay. No might mean not yet. And it also could be that no means no and she doesn't want what you have to offer. Okay, and how, are, how okay are you with that? Okay, I have got to tell you that the more you are okay with no, the further you will go, all right? Remember that, that whatever meaning you're assigning to no, we gotta get really curious about, and this is where thought work really comes to play. What does it mean when someone says no to what you're offering? You see, if we are feeling pain when we get a no, then we will stop asking the question. If we are feeling discomfort and we learn to dance with the discomfort instead of resist it and fight it and try to fix it, if we just allow it, then we will ask more. And really, at the end of the day, as a business owner, as a woman who sells a product or a service, or an offer, or an opportunity, your job is to ask. You are the vessel. I was talking to a client about this this week, and it was a game changer for her, that she had the mind shift of, wait a minute, they're not saying no to me, they're saying no to the product, they're saying no to the opportunity, they're saying no to the offer, they're saying no to the outcome that they believe they will get if they buy what you're selling, That is what they're saying no to. You are just the vessel. That is a game-changing thought that you are there to share. You know, when you go to a restaurant and the waitress brings out the food, if you don't like the food or the food's cold or the steak isn't cooked quite right, if that is the case, is it because you don't like her? Is it a rejection for the waitress or is it a rejection of the food? It's a rejection of the food, and what we do as women is we become so connected to the people around us, and it's such a positive thing, That but we have to remain balanced of neutrality so that we know when they say no, it's not our responsibility, and it's not because we did something, quote, wrong. You can say all the perfect things, but if someone is not meant for you, if you are not meant to lead that woman or she does not want the offer that you are offering or she does not see the value, it does not mean that you did anything wrong. It means that she wasn't meant for you, okay? And I'm offering you some thoughts here. So the women who are meant for you, no matter what you say, you cannot say the wrong thing to the woman who is meant for you, okay? The people that are meant to come into your life, how sufficient does that feel? If they are meant to work with me, if they are meant to buy from me, if I am showing up in love and service, I can say the wrong thing and I can still serve at a high level and she will still work with me. How sufficient does that feel to know that what you do is enough. What you're saying is enough. Your strategy is enough. What? Like, What if we just shift that everything that we're already doing is enough? What if you're lacking in nothing and your only job is to offer? Wow. What ends up happening, and I was coached on a, in a mastermind this week about this, is that if we are overthinking our strategy, What happens is we overthink our strategy as a buffer to avoid taking action. So what I would ask you is that if you right now are trying to figure out what to say, what process to use, what strategy to try, I want to offer and ask, what is that holding you back from taking action on? Because odds are, (laughs) it is becoming a buffer for you. Now, there is value to taking time to restore and look at what you're doing in your business. You know, with my clients, we do work on their strategy. We do refine and simplify their business. That is a key component to the coaching process that we absolutely are gonna look at your business so that we can simplify it so that we can get you to a place of peace, so that you can have sufficiency, so you can have confidence, so you can be duplicatable, and you can really help other people to do the same. That is a definite key component. And we work on your self-concept, and your confidence of how you feel about yourself, how you feel about your business, the sufficiency that you feel, because that is far more important even than the strategy that you choose, because you can choose a lot of strategies. I think one of the biggest mind shifts for me years ago was that there's not one way to success. There's thousands of ways. So what if you're already doing it right right now? (laughs) What if you're already doing it right right now and bridging the gap is believing that? And bridging the gap is believing that you already have major value and come from a major place of service for others. What if that's already true and you're lacking in nothing? Well, what I would offer is that if you were to believe that, then it would get you into action and you would get results. And so sometimes the strategy becomes the buffering. So when we think about this weekend and we think about this hurricane and how everybody was stocking up on water and doing all of those things and trying to predict the future, there was a good element of being prepared, and there was the next level place where, you know, for me, we didn't do anything yesterday. We didn't leave our house, and, you know, we really would have liked to leave the house, but we were trying to predict the future. And there was this level of uncertainty, and my brain wanted certainty, and so that looked like staying home. Well, here we are. I'm looking out the window. It's partly cloudy and there's blue sky and uh, birds are flying right by my office window. And I got to tell you, I didn't need to predict the future. And it is normal for our brain to want to predict the future, But what I want to offer you in your business right now is that if you were neutral all the time and you were prepared with your water, with your flashlights, whatever that looks like for you, being prepared with a simplified process in business, if you were totally prepared in that and you just stayed neutral on the offer and the ask and not being attached to people's yes or no and not trying to predict whether they're saying yes or no and not being attached to the results what would that feel like and what action would you take and what would your results be? They would be massive. <laughs> and if you would like more clarity on what it would look like to feel prepared and have a simple process, I do wanna offer you a free coaching call with me. If you click the link in the show notes, we can do a free call. And we're gonna talk about your goals and where you are and where you wanna be. And I can talk about you know, some steps that you can take that'll bridge the gap. And then at the end, you'll know if you wanna work with me now or you wanna work with me in the future, you'll just know if we're a great fit. So what I would offer is this week, today, If you could just focus on your next best step and not predict the future and simplify your process so that you'll have sufficiency in your next appointment, what is your next best step? What action are you going to take today? All right, I'll talk to you next week.